Warning. The following contains bright, flashing lights, and slash or imager that may cause discomfort, and slash or seizures for those with photosensitive epilepsy. Viewer discretion is advised. David, el necio. El necio. ¿Qué, qué significa? What does necio mean in English so people don't know what that uh, means? Stubborn. You are a stubborn. <laughs> you are a stubborn guy. Eso sí. Uh, I was in Atlanta um, doing uh, some training out there, and they had this big screen there, and I tuned into your fight. You fought Saturday. Saturday, Saturday night. And, like, everybody was like, necio, what does that mean? Stubborn. And, like, oh, it makes sense. You know? <laughs> Um, you clearly have signs that you were in a, you know, you were you were in a bit of a fight recently. Yeah, yeah. I got a beauty mark here or there. Uh, before we get into that aspect of your life, uh, which is a fucking great, very inspirational on my end. You oh, know, that's the reason why I kind of invited you out here. Gracias. The the story of David Ignacio. You know, where does that start? Like, where were you born? Well, I was born in Los Angeles. Uh, mis papás, you know, crossed the border before I was even born. They brought my brother and my sister. Hijo de migrantes. That's yeah, yeah. Immigrantes. Mis papás eran inmigrantes que cruzaban la frontera. Um, you know, they came here to make you know, the, the typical story about our parents. They vinieron para acá to make a better life. What part of Los Angeles? Uh, I live in, we, uh, nací en, so, nací en Martin Luther King Hospital, pero nos quedamos en Huntington Park un rato. All right. Yeah, and then we're there for 10 minutes, 10 minutes, this house, five minutes, this house, and it's an invisible line. Yeah, yeah. And then when we couldn't afford Huntington Park, you know, yeah. <laughs> we went to South Central LA. Yeah, how, uh, so where are, your, where are your parents from, specifically from in Mexico? My papas son de Cuernavaca, Morelos. Orale, Morelianos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, what, what, uh, what did they bring with them as far as, like, what did you get to see growing up as a son of an immigrant in South Central? Whoa. Like, what, what was the... What was the Mexican side of like uh, in, like growing up around you? Well, you know, it was it was you know, my parents um, English was my second language, so you know, nosotros crecimos hablando español. Yeah. I remember being in school y nos daban un, un notebook. You know, cada día tenemos que escribir en inglés, learn how to read English, yeah. speak English, write English, and you know, crecimos and we we grew up in poverty, man. You know, cuando I remember being a kid teniendo hambre, abriendo una lata de lote. And putting mayonnaise in that bitch and just, just eating a, just it like a, yeah, that. just a can of corn, just a can of mayonnaise. corn with mayonnaise. Yeah. Or, or when we when we was really struggling, you know, my mom would make you know with the leftover chicken, she'd make a caldo and she throw tortilla chunks in it, oh, yeah. like like dogs, dog. You know, they give. <laughs> I, I later I found out that the cholo homies would give that to their dogs, caldo de pollo with tortillas yeah, to poke them up. Caldo azteca, man. Yeah, you know, and, that, and it was just tortilla cruda que se cosa en el caldito y lo que haya, you know. It's protein. That's protein and carbs right, right there. <laughs> <laughs> And she was both, she was she was preparing me for the future. So South Central, like what years are we talking about? As far as are you growing up in oh, South Central? Man, I was there for the whole that whole uh, racial war. You know, when I was in South, when I was a kid in South Central, LA, it was um, African American still very very off population. Iobona, there was there was I was like maybe ten or eleven when that shit started. You know, it came out. You ever seen uh, the History Channel Gangland? Yeah, yeah. Well, there's an episode where I live like. That that main food was my neighbor, dog. You know. Yeah. And I remember, you know, 
Nunca lo, your kid nunca los ves así. It's just another fool from the yeah, black kid. You're see, you're, basically, if you're growing up there, that's your baseline. That's your normal. So you don't see them as the outside would see it. You know? Yeah. You know, it's like, it's like gunshots around the corner. Otro día. <laughs> you know, and you tell people this shit and they're like, no mami, there's, there's gunshots every, you hear a cop every fucking hour. Like, yeah, it's the hood, you know. Pero like, estaba cabrón, you know, there was a lot of that, 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 that gang war was heavy, man. They were shooting anybody that was black or brown. So I remember being just walking by, cops were harassing us, you know. I remember one time coming back from the block, I kicked in 83rd Street with the homies. Uh, and I was a punk rock kid, you know, suicidal punk, those punks, cause, you know, with the flannels and shit. Yeah, yeah. Dicky shorts ripped up with fucking high socks and vans. You know, it was, it was like between punk and cholo, you know. Yeah. <laughs> And I remember walking back from the block in the skateboard and cops pulling up, dog. And I see a lot of, with the gun out. Put your fucking hands up. And How I old were you? And I was like 12, dog. 12 South Central skateboarding down the fucking street and gun, cops come over and gun, gun point. Gun point it. Así con un pie fuera de la puerta. Shh, put your fucking hands up. You're one of those little fools because I used to have a rat tail, you know? We, all of the homies had rat tails. I think I was like 12, 13. And I'm like, is you one of those little fuckers from 83rd? I'm like, yeah. He's like, get the fuck out of here. Like, all right, they just shake us down, make sure we didn't have no fucking guns, and chingada, you know? Fuck. Yeah, it's something you gotta get, you kinda just get used to that shit. You know, you see a cop, you'd be like, I know what's about to happen. <laughs> like, I know, I know, you know, you put your hands, you put your hands on the car. What do you got? Nothing. All right, shake me down, get the fuck out of here. Now you're like, did you get into that lifestyle? Almost, man. I was, I was really close, you know. Um, you know, it was, growing up, it was hard. I really have, there was a lot of family, you know, typical family problems. You know, I became kind of the black sheep. I made my own my own friends. I didn't have my, you know, that much support from the family in the beginning. You know, it was, I was like the little black sheep. You Everybody, know? it was like, basically, was your family just basically working to try and fucking just make it? Yeah. And yeah, you yeah. were just left to your devices a little bit? Not even devices. It was, you know, back then we didn't have those devices yet. So well, we, I mean, we had Motorola. You were left to, you know, you're fine. Yeah, do, yeah, do, what do, you, do you, you know? Yeah, I had a homie in the hood, you know, man. He'll see me uh, struggling, you know, food that started giving me weed to slang and shit, you know. And that's what I would be making my money off of. I remember one day, uh, you know, one day I'm kicking it there uh, with all the homies and one of the fools, one of the hoodlums is like, when you're going to get in the hood, dog? And I'm like, you know, my crazy ass, I'm 15, 16, I'm like, I'm ready whenever. <laughs> and I used to help the homie weigh out his shit, you know. He was like a big brother to me, que no tenia. And I remember one time he was like, hey, let's go to the room real quick. After that had happened, I go to the room, closes the door, and he's like, never seen him this serious, you know. And he said, hey, my wife's like, you're never going to get in the fucking hood. And I was kind of like, what? He's like, you're never going to get in the hood, homie. And if you do, I'm going to fuck you up myself. Fuck. And I remember thinking, man, my homie thinks I'm a little bitch, you know? It took me a while to realize that he was just looking out for me. He was going to keep you safe from yeah, that shit. Yeah, my homie died in front of me, man. That guy died in front of me. What happened? Um, I was, uh, we were at the block kicking it. We were going to go to a party. We're on 83rd. We were going to go to 76. So it was on the same street, Compton Avenue. I had just passed... Um, just passed him, man. Acababa de pasar. Literally minutes. Pasamos por ahí. Y me ve. And I'm like, hey, Junior. Voltea y me tira su, you know, his hood. Laughing, you know. Giggly, cholo in the block, you know. Pasamos. We get to 76. Park the car. I get a phone call immediately. Come back, come back. You know, the homie Cyclops got shot. Uh, I'm like, what the fuck? Kind of disbelief, you know. We, we 
all five of us get back in the car. We rush it right three, four blocks away from where we just passed them. Just saw them a minute ago. Alive. Alive, you know? Happy as fuck, goofy as Cyclops, man. Homie. And he's gone. Pasamos y ahí está en el piso, dog, you know? Está en el piso. Están all the homies around the building. His dog is going crazy. I can still see him breathing, you know? And I'm like, all right, my, my, my in shock. He's good. He's good. The ambulance is coming. He's good. I remember, you know, the dog, his dog going crazy, the mom and the sister holding it back. All the homies were all in disbelief. Lo recogen, you know, they take him. We're at the block, everybody's quiet, and my homie gets a phone call. And he's like, hey, fool. If he comes first to me, it's like he's gone. And I'm just like, nah. Kind of hit me like maybe a month or two, and I pegó el shock. Denial. Like, nah, nah. I'm going to like, you see this for every day, you know, you're going to see him. That was a... Uh, that was a turning point in my life. Um, uh, his, wor- his, his, his words, se me pegaron, I'm not gonna, he wanted more for me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, loss and uh, death is usually a catalyst for a lot of people as far as them changing, you know, their life or like the, the path that it takes them on. Yeah, man. You know, you... You have this weird ass big brother that you say you didn't have, but you had one, you know. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, you're trying to you you look up to him as far as somebody that's in control, that provides for himself, independent motherfucker, going out there and you know slinging what he slings, and he denies you that, and he points you to somewhere else, yeah. and then he's gone. Yeah, uh, I just didn't know what he was pointing me at at the moment. <laughs> you know, I was angry. I was like, the homie doesn't think I'm down. What the fuck? It took me like two, three years to like be like, all right, I get it, homie. Like, you know. yeah, two, three years to be lost, basically. Yeah. You know, Jesus in the desert. Yeah. <laughs> um, two or three years pass. You know, how old are you at this point? And my homie passed when I was 17. I remember that year I was still a little wild. I hit 18 and I was like, that's when I was like, all right, you know, yeah, I don't want to be just kicking it at the block, you know. Some money, uh, you, well, these 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 two aimless years. Like I, I had something something like that in my life. Mm-hmm. I had like in a year and a half, almost two years too. Uh, after I fucked up in medical school and I had to fucking find something else. Shit. You, what are those two years? You know, dedicated to it's fucking nothing. I was still wild, but I wasn't as wild. I wasn't at the block all day. I was only there after work, you know? <laughs> <laughs> what were you working at? I was, uh, so my big brother, you know, when he started getting more involved in my life, he's like, my dad is a painter, you know, my dad pintaba casas. Pinta todavía pinta, my dad's 70. Todavía pinta casas, you know? I hated that shit, bro. Did you go to work with him? Yeah, me llevaba. Me llevaba, no sábado, dije, el día de caricaturas, no, vamos a trabajar. Okay, well, how, how early was that wake-up call? 6.30, 6.30 a.m. And for me, I was a kid. I never But I knew I didn't like painting houses in Rancho Cucamonga and the fucking sun scraping. But, no, so I stopped that for a long time. I was living the hood life for a bit. And the amazing man, 18, he's all like, look, man, we, we're working at these studios now. It's a scenic set job. It's different food. You know, there's crafty. I'm like, what the fuck is crafty? Like, they give you free food and coffee. I'm like, and it's inside a studio and there's like actors and you gotta just paint little shit. They come through, I'm gonna take you to work. I'm like, 
fuck it, I'll try it. Yeah. You know, I go, you know, your parents also don't pay you to work, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so I go and it's like 150 bucks a day, 125 bucks a day. I'm like, and I'm inside Damn. the studio and I see actors, I see pops from Friday. He's in there. I'm like, yo, empecé a meterle a los studio jobs. You know, I made a name for myself and my brothers were known as the Diaz brothers in the paint set world. Uh, we would get shit done. If a set had to be done 22 hours, we stayed the 22 hours. Uh, I started just grinding on that, you know, pero todavía estuve perdido. I still had a lot of anger in me. What was that anger from? Like, was it, uh, was it big, lack of direction, uh, loss? What was it that was, anger uh, based on? You know, there's some stuff that happened with our family. You know, there was some, some betrayals that happened in the families that kind of I was put in the middle of, you know. I was a kid. I didn't know what was right, what was wrong. Uh, ancestor shit. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, when I say ancestor shit, you know, the abuelita se va and then the brothers fight. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so. They don't, they, don't, they don't put flowers on a grave, but they want to fight uh, hand, tooth, and nail for the house and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. No, I was like, you know, there was just like, you know, goes between my parents and you know they put me in the middle of it so it's like I felt my mom you know resented me for one thing my pop resented me for another and I was kind of stuck in the middle is when I made my own life and I was in the streets I was fighting all the time I was you know experimenting with drugs you know and you know I wanted to always be a fighter you know you know old old school parents you know old school Mexican parents they're not they're not really good at motivating back in the day. You know, some heavy, yeah, tough love. Yeah, yeah, they're, 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 yeah they're, you're, uh, they're not like, uh, you know, like I see some of my Caucasian friends as uh, parents or just Americans in, yeah. in general. Everybody's a winner. Yeah. You know? Oh, good. Oh, it, it, all that it matters is that you try. That's yeah. fine. You're special. All of that. Yeah, no, nah, I didn't get that. No, 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 it's just America. too hard for you. Don't do it. You know, pretty much. You're not gonna do it. Yeah, you're fucking too fat. You're yeah. pendejo. You should do this. Yeah. You're just dumb. You know, it's a Se graba. it's a cold reality that we get. Uh, yeah. You know, some of us, not all of us, not all of us, but some, but some of us, us you know. get that fucking cold reality. Yeah, Se graba in your head. You know, you start believing this shit. But but in a way, you know, we resent that shit when it's getting placed on us and it's close. But in a way, that's the fuel. Motivated. So that's what motivated me. You know, once I started, this, I was, I'm gonna prove you wrong. You so see, you're working at these, uh, you know, Hollywood sets, fucking making a name for yourself as a fucking painter, probably from the drive that you got from your parents, as far as yeah. like, hey, this aquí trabaja, cabrón. Okay. Hay otra. Yeah. Yeah, I, Fuck I it. dropped out of school at 10th grade. <coughs> Yeah. yeah. So once I did that, that was a bad moment, you know. But yeah, once I started working, I was like, yeah, you know, working, work, 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 work. You're like you spend your time working there. You're still kind of angry, experimenting with shit. You know that's a that's a good time. Yeah, <laughs> and a dangerous you know, one. My first a... serious girlfriend. You know, fucking me a calmar más. You know, from work. You know, I was too tired, so I spent the kicking with the girlfriend. Of course, I made bad decisions with women too. Oh, soy necio en todos los aspectos. I get that. We all we all we all have that uh, initial. Uh, Initial toxica that comes at that time in life when oh, you're like yeah. little angry and fucking trying to figure shit out in your life. Well, she was the, the beginning for the change, you know, of my my evolution. It was the first one was a woman, and the last thing that made me a fighter was also a woman. You know? But so we're not gonna get into we're details. We're gonna get into details no, 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 no names, but we'll like uh, <laughs> you know, this this first uh, mujer that you know fucking just makes you you know think about shit. Well, yeah, you know, I was. I was working, you know, I was going through this case, court. I was, uh, you know, when shit got tough, homegirl decided to jet. I was 
23, together for like maybe three years. I was like 23. And uh, and I remember I was going crazy, man. I was going depressed. I was facing, you know, this charge. I was, uh, and she dipped. And at that point, I was already hitting rock. Like, I was starting to experiment what, what with was, drugs. What was, what was this charge about? So I was a uh, possession of coke. But this pinche cop, you know, was on me, dog. The motherfucker was on me. Anything you didn't have? Plantillo? Like, what, you had more? Yeah, pretty much. And then, but then it got down to the, when it got down to the case, it was kind of like, wait a second, this motherfucker had a point two on him. So what are you talking about? So it kind of backfired on that motherfucker. But I mean, I was young, but you know, I was scared. You're going through that process. Everything's hopeless. Everything's going to fucking yeah. go away. Everything's going to destroy. First and time going to court, you know, I'm like, what the fuck? I'm going to go to jail for three to five years. What they're telling you, you don't know that. You don't know what a DA reject is. You don't know what a, you don't know shit. your case ain't worth it. I, I'm just thinking, I'm going to jail. My girl's leaving me. I laid off from painting job. Now, your girl leaving you was, as you were trying to fucking face this shit down in court. Yeah, yeah. She just yeah, said, every- Buenas tardes. Yeah, and on two weeks after, she she listened to the battle, you know, and I should just I I was like, I'm, that's another death. I'm done. I was like, I chucked like three fucking bottles of pills. You're trying. I tried. I tried. I remember, I took them, and that day, you know, everything that wasn't said in my family, everything came out of me that day. You know, I told my dad what I had to tell him. I told my mom everything. I held in for years. I didn't cry for like ten years, dog. That day, I started crying. I couldn't stop. But I told everyone, my big brother, my sister, everyone, I told them, you know, you this, you because of you this, because of you, I never chased this because of you. But it went a good in a way, you know. It was good that, yeah, it was good that that happened because. You un, you, the this is a Mexican term. Basically, it means you undrowned yourself. Yeah, you yourself. undrowned The elephant in the room was finally brought to attention. And my family after that, you know, uh, we got united. It was it was what we never talked about. It was it was a it was a tragedy. It was yeah. a calamity. It was a you know we Mexicans are pretty good at uh, you know surviving ends of the world. You know people think it's a cabal mundo. Like I, might, I tell people my world's ended a shit ton of times. My brother died. You know went to work did a bunch of horrible shit and that ended. Yeah. And somehow we're like a cucarachas we survived. Yeah. <laughs> survived the apocalypse, right? Yeah. So you had a. You had an apocalypse moment. You tried to do... I tried three times. You tried that shit three times. Yeah, so I, that was the first time. And when that happened, my brother took me to his house to go... I told him I was going to go crazy. You know, so He kind of took me to... completamente. I was fucking abusing those pills. And I remember, I'm thinking four days passed, you know. I remember being in that... Everything's like pieces because you're drinking these pills that are blacking you out. Yeah. Ambient, Soloff, Ellaville. That shit just pause. It's a pause button. Yeah. yeah. That shit just fucking slowing shit down. And my brother sits down with me and he's like, hey, Junior, I have to tell you something. Like, why? Well, he's like, you have to, you, you gotta stop already. I'm like, what are you talking about? It's only been like fucking four days. He's like, Junior, you've been here for three weeks. Fuck. He's like, you stink, bro. You got a shower. And I was like, I was like, oh, fuck. It's been three weeks. He's like, yeah, dude. He's like, I'm worried for you, man. And I'm like, all right, I'm gonna stop. So, me puse las pilas, you know, I I was like, all right, I don't, and I'm going to prove this girl wrong, I'm going to prove everybody that I'm, I could do better. So as soon as that happened, my brother let me stay at his house pa, para componerme, and within a month or two, I got a fucking lead job in the paint shop. Um, I found an apartment, and I said, I'm moving that on my parents' house because that room has too many memories. I got to start over. I got to really, yeah, tengo 23 años, you know, ya tengo que pisar, like, I got to do something. Yeah. Y boom, me salí así, agarré el pase with the homie, we got out of the house and me voy a un nuevo apartment. 
new apartment. Nada más tengo mi tele y mi cama, pero feliz. You it's know, just dog. you. It's just your place. Like, I did it, dog. You're out. But this is where it gets twisted. You know, I'm thinking I'm doing good. And I'm thinking, you know, oh, I'm going to do cocaine because I'm in a good place now. That's... Now it's happy. <laughs> I'm in a band. I'm fucking rock star. Like, no, I'm fucking playing me. At this point, you're in a band. You're, yeah, yeah. I was, in a, I was in the punk scene. You know, my brother was a musician. And he's like, let's get a band together. Kind of what, was to name, what was the name of your band? Fraude. Ah, fucking it's Fraude. It's Spanish and oh, That's fucking legit. It's Tao Ching. I mean, we kick ass. No, you know, we got to tour Southeast what, what, Asia, Japan. A, fuck, did you? Yeah, yeah, Shit. Yeah. So what type of, like... Uh, So, like, influences you had as far as that punk music you were listening to? Oh, había como bandas como Escorbuto, Los Hombres G. Yeah, 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 yeah know, I get you. Los Crudos, you know, Spanish punk bands. Pero so then you like, toured? You yeah, toured? Yeah, nos hicimos de gira. Motherfucker. That's y, fucking great. Y me recuerdo que at first it was like, you know, I have I have kickbacks, a bunch of homegirls will show up. It'll be like eight homegirls, two homies only, you know? And fucking coke, coke. And then I remember after a while, you know, I was getting fucking depressed. And it wasn't no more parties. It was just me. Just me at home doing coke. It, what, did you lose it? Basically, you lost yourself again. I lost myself again. I couldn't be happy. And I was telling myself, man, I, ya me salí de la casa. I'm making good money. I have my own apartment. I have I got a sala now. I got this. What's fucking missing? And What's I, fucking missing? Yeah, and I was like, I'm, just, I'm not happy, dog. I'm not happy. I'm like, ¿qué puedo hacer? So I try to fucking kill myself again. I try to, I try to like... Kill two eight balls of coke in one hit. That is a y, lot of y cocaine. Me lo chingue todo, bro. And I remember thinking, this is it, you know, right now. And I fuck it all up. And I remember just sitting there and my heart coming out of my chest. And I'm like, any minute now, I'm going to fucking have a heart attack and die. You know, way didn't fucking die. Yes, you, I wake up the next morning depressed. You know that calm down? Yeah. That, a, that, yeah, it's it fucking was times 10. I'm like, that's it. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to, on the way to work, I'm going to crash my motorcycle. So I get on the bike. I'm down at Amita. Yeah, at Amita. It's a straight road. Yeah, it's a straight fucking road. And I'm like, I'm going to floor it. I'm going to fucking put on the table. Carro, that's it. I fucking put on a song. I think it was by the Rapture. I miss you. Fucking smash on it. Cerro mis ojos. La canción acaba, you know? I'm still driving. I can feel myself side to side. Mm. And then I'm like, all right, something, something me dijo, open your eyes, boy. That's it. When I skirt to the right, and there's a car coming straight at me. Por pelitos. Fucking almost lose control of the bike. I stop the bike, get off of it. I have a complete mental breakdown on the floor. I just start crying. And I'm just like, I'm so fucking stupid, I can't even kill myself. And I was like, por algo, algo me estaba diciendo, you know, you're alive for a reason, dog. Yeah. So esa semana, I remember somebody's like, I wanted to get fucked, I want to do more coke. But then someone's like, I don't got coke, I got mushrooms and acid. And I'm like, you know what, give me an ounce of mushrooms. Tenía una bottle de whiskey, una bottle de tequila, una bottle de moonshine. An, an ounce of mushrooms and a shit ton of alcohol. And that, not, is a, that is a... That is a interesting combination. Yes, esa noche, I was like, fuck, I'm just going to do mushrooms. Yeah. Hey, man, that was my revelation. That night. Las, las maestras. Esa noche me hablaron los abuelitos. Me dejaron saber que I was alive for some reason, you know? That is a... That, so, you know, for people that don't know what mushrooms are or hallucinogenics of that kind. Oh, man. You know, in the... Saved my life. In the past. You're, and that's a funny thing. That That's a... That's what that's what made you talk to yourself, you know? <laughs> <laughs> It made me talk to something. Um... Sometimes people put the uh, uh, mushrooms in, in the same vein as marijuana or cocaine or 
Other no, fucking drugs, no. Mushrooms. Esto es medicina. Uh, mushrooms is a, it's a pretty interesting medicine. And it, for me, like, for me, it also changed a shit ton of stuff as far as an experience. Yeah. Uh, I remember my first time taking mushrooms, and I, it's the first time I could hear myself clearly, you know? You, yeah. you know, you say, you know, las abuelos y las abuelas hablan contigo, but in a way, I mean, if you think about it, you know, um, seeing you, like I remember seeing the first time I saw you, you know, there's a guy in front of you that has uh, rune tattoos, you know, like mm-hmm. Nordic rune tattoos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in my mind, you're like, look at this motherfucking Aztec warrior taking it to this fucking Viking. In a way, I was like thinking, yeah, this is this this guy's the you know the hopes, dreams, and the tall tales of whoever came before him. To talk about shit like that, probably dreamed about shit like that in a way. Like, we're an expression of that, right? Yeah. So, mushrooms, you know, Santa Sabina here, you know, Maria Sabina would, uh, would take people into the hills and have these veladas at 12 at night. You know, dudes would have to climb a hill to be able to speak to what? las abuelas, no? Yeah. But you're somewhere far from home, but in a way, home, you know, Los Angeles. Mexico, it's, it's, you know, they, they, don't, they don't realize that's Mexico también. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. Tijuana gonna, by the beach. 2050 going <laughs> to roll around. Everybody's going to speak in Espanol. You know, better than Mandarin, I guess. But you're there. You just had, that's your third death, basically. Yeah. That was the... Tercera la vencida, you know? Es, ese era el comienzo del, del big change. You know? ese era el what, comienzo. Uh, what came from that uh, moment of you eating these, uh, these maestras, these... Well, you know, yo todavía estaba encabronado. I was still mad, even though, you know, you, even though my family was there for me, there was still resentment towards them because they weren't there for me growing up, you know? And uh, and I was angry about some, you know, my that, that first girlfriend I had had gotten pregnant, you know, and she was 18, just got out of high school, I was 21, and she, we both decided, you know, I had money saved up, but she was like, you know, we're too young. So decided not to have it. And right before we broke up, she was drinking a lot. You know, she got fucked up, and we were already on a rocky road. I remember she said it was your fault, and that shit stuck to me, though. She put know? that on you. Yeah, yeah, se me pegó gacho, and then in my vision, uh, it was a lot of guilt. You know, I got the tattoo tattooed on my, I got a, a fetus tattooed on my, my forearm. It was a lot of guilt that I felt that it was my fault. When someone tells you something, sometimes you believe that shit. Oh, yeah, I mean, specifically a life like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, that means that means you're not a sociopath. That means yeah. you're not, if you're not if you're if you're not detached like that as a human being, that fuck you take that shit. Yeah, you know, yeah, man, 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 it got me. You know, and when I ate that whole ounce of mushrooms that night, I mean, I went fucking deep <laughs> in the rabbit hole. And you know, the kid came to talk to me, man. I remember a kid talked to me and said, "Visión médico, forgive you. This was not your fault." I remember crying like I never cried before, right there on the floor. You know, I was fucking, I was just crying the whole night. And the next morning I wake up and I was like, I'm going to tell people why I'm depressed. Because everybody sees me as a happy fool. Though. I was always smiling. So when people found out I tried to kill myself the first time, everybody was flipping. Shocked. Like, what the? Like, hey, like what's wrong with your where? brother? Porque está así. Yeah. Like, it's Junior, it's David. You know, we nunca está así. David nunca está así. 
And it was like, you know, ya les dije a todos, you know what, this is why I'm depressed. Se el apoyo de los homies, pues, llegó, you know, it was like, hey, bro, you don't blame yourself for this shit. Se te cayó la máscara, your fucking mask fell off. Yeah, and that's when I started writing, like, I had all this sad music, you know, sad boy punk song, así se llama mi solo project. <laughs> and I was writing it, but I didn't show nobody because I was still punk scene out, you know. Y luego dije, una vez subí una canción en Facebook, una canción que estaba, I started doing mushrooms every day, microdosing. I quit cocaine cold turkey. Three, three, four years doing coke. I see two, coke. three, eight balls a week, three, four, eight balls a week. Every, lo llegaba del trabajo, apartment, coke out till 5 a.m., go to sleep at 6, wake up at 7, go to work, get out at 3.30 again by myself listening to fucking 80s, sad music, lo que sea, you know? Yeah. Y I used to, you know, every day doing these much, I just quit cold turkey. I didn't need it no more. I was doing microdosing. It made me know that I didn't need it. I see all the hate, like nothing. Yeah. I didn't struggle leaving it. I just left it. And I put, I'm putting one of these songs out and just a little 30-second clips and everybody. Why, why didn't you want to put them out before? Because they, were, they, were, they would say too much about yeah, shit? Yeah, it, like, it was like sad shit. You know, it was like, a, like feelings. Yo, you grow up, you know, this tough motherfucker. Yeah, you know, we don't hide, talk about hide that shit. Yeah. Hide that, swallow it. Yeah. Trágatelo, cabrón. Y la saqué y todos, wey, bro, this song is sick. Una ocasión que se llamaba Dios mi despedida. It was, you know, pretty much... Uh, Saying goodbye to that relationship, I had kind of like a, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm yeah. good now. I'm yeah. happy now. Ya estuve, ya let it go. And la, la subí and everyone, bro, record this song, record this song. Pues, I'm like, fuck, people really like it. Y las grabo, bro. I make algún demo de seis canciones. Y no me marca Southeast Asia homies y Japan que quieren que me vayan de gira para allá. Fucking it. With just my acoustic guitar. The figure that fuck yeah. And I do it. I went to, I went on tour three, four times with my solo project. Brown, One time Bob Dylan. <laughs> Juan Dylan. Juan Dylan. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, the, uh, that's interesting you say that, uh, the uh, writing something directly from your experience and how scary that is to kind of put out there. Yeah, man, you're uh, putting yourself out there. I mean, when I went through my own bullshit, and I'm still going through, probably you are yeah. too. Like we're all fucking going through some shit. We just know how to cut patterns off. Fuck it. it happens. Um, I remember writing about it, you know, just how I felt. And I'm being afraid about that shit. Like, it's condeno. I fucking yeah. I don't want anybody to read this shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And a friend of mine told me, post it. And I'm like, what? Fucking post that shit. What are you afraid of? I'm afraid of somebody finding out that I have all these fucking psychological issues. Yeah. And then I have all this shit going on. Well, once everybody knows, it doesn't matter anymore. You can't pickpocket a naked man, is what he said. Yeah. That fucking takes out to me. Like you yeah. say, you fucking put that shit out. You share, you, you share that shit with the universe. The universe speaks back. Yeah. Vámonos a Japón. That's what the universe said. Take your ass to Japan and Malaysia. That's what the universe said. Vámonos a pinche Japón. Right? Yeah. For Mexicans, they're all Chinos. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But that's just white people. We're all Mexicans. I'm sorry. But for all the white people, we're all Mexicans. I know. Brazilian. No, I'm Mexicano. Speak for me. Yeah, yeah, I know. So the universe speaks back to you and says, Vámonos a Malaysia, vámonos a Japón, and like share your music. How's that like? That's a fucking trip of an experience to go from one point to another. I mean, yeah, yeah I had already toured with my brother with Fraude. We had already toured over there, so it was amazing. Y para tener la oportunidad de ir yo solo That's con you. mi guitarra. This is no longer like a band. It's you. It was just me. You're trying to fucking look for Nine yourself. Nine shows. Vámonos. Y vete, es así, with a little bit of money in my pocket, y me tenían así, and it was just, you know, I was still depressed. You know, I was still trying to find, you know, my... Que, 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 well, no, music is my second passion. 
but it was a it was a big way kind of that I was able when I started sharing my feelings, a lot of people started opening up to me. Res- it resonates with fuckers. It's bra- it's a it's a brave thing to see somebody do that. So and, and honestly, it was a yeah, people were like, hey, fool, no, I, I've been depressed. How do you deal with it? Le dije, pues, talking about it. I know. Thank you for talking. Hey, but can I talk to you about this? You know, this, this isn't going on. I feel like killing myself. And I'll be like, hey, I've been there, fool. Like, so it kind of me puso algo de que, man, I have, you know, this responsibility to share what happened to me, to let people know that they're not alone. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a shamanic experience if you never read about it. So, like, a true shaman like um, our ancestor had, and still, you know, we just actually went out to Denver a few weeks ago and, and talked to some healers, curanderos and curanderas. Uh, the shamanic experience is somebody going to the underworld and coming back with lessons. Yeah. You went down there, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. And uh, sometimes oh, yeah. we don't recognize that in ourselves, but you, know, you definitely fucking went down <laughs> to the underworld. Right? I went somewhere deep, man. <laughs> and uh, I think... <laughs> People recognize that shit when they haven't gone themselves. So now you're somebody that people ask advice of, which is, I think, for you probably is a mind fucker or, or, or like a weird experience now that people are asking you advice about shit. And you're looking back at your experience like, I'm a fuck up. Why are you asking me? You don't, you know, I'm a fuck up. You know, well, that's exactly who you want to fucking ask about shit. Yeah, people you know? who have fucked up and are, oh, you fucked up how many times? Yeah. You tried how many times? Yeah. 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 cabrón? You come back from that, uh, that tour, you know, the music is out there. People are trying to ask you about your experience and some of them are trying to ask for some guidance, you know, then what? Like, I mean, you're, that's your, that's basically your, you're trying to find yourself, you yourself, not your band, not other people, not you. Tú, todavía, you. todavía estuve un poco perdido. So what happened was, you know, you know, get another relationship during that time. And uh, it's a five-year relationship this time. This is the one that made me a man. This is the one that made me responsible. Because this time I wasn't going to go do the same shit I did again, you know. Five years and I got injured. I, I stopped. I was always training in my mom's backyard. 14, 13 años con mi hermanito. En el patio. We used to watch fights. UFC nonstop. Before UFC was popular and everybody, me and my brother would watch it. When UFC was $25 on pay-per-view. Yeah, 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 yeah. When it was on Channel 52 gratis or Channel 22 gratis in Espanol, you know? Yeah, yeah. And it was always a dream. I remember for one point when I left the hood, I was training in my mom's backyard and I was inviting homies over. And uh, after a while, they didn't want to spar with me, so les pagaba con weed. <laughs> I'd be like, you come spar with me, I'll give you a gram of weed. Oh, let's go, dog. You know? So they come through. Y luego, you know, when I got in this relationship, se me, se me, that was my dream always, would be a fighter, you know? Pero se me, se me empezaba a ir, you know, the depression se me iba. I started getting fat. I, got, I was working this job. I got in this five-year relationship. Uh, I was in this job. I got injured in Dubai. I was working in Dubai with my brothers. Me lastimé. And from that injury, you know, the insurance was like, you can't punch a bag. You can't be on a skateboard. You can't run because te van a quitar tu case. You got to yeah. be, you're disabled. You got the herniated disc on your spine. Basically, they're saying you have to not do shit you have to not for do yourself. Shit. And if they catch you walking or doing this, that's you're, fucking you're fraud. Fuck. That's yeah. it. And I'm yeah. like, but, but it does hurt. It's like, yeah, but you can't. I'm like, all right. So I think two years, me tenían así, up and down, up and down. I'm making them compare me back. And I went up to 220 pounds. So you're just fucking not doing shit? I, yeah, at home. I'm collecting these checks, but it's like, that ain't enough. You know, I'm, a, I'm an active person. Yeah, yeah, that's fucking, that's, that's put, putting a dog in a cage. Yeah, and I started gaming, and it was because I like gaming too. I started gaming, doing Twitch. I made some money off of it. 
But, you know, around that time, I was getting very depressed. I started building up uh, a big fucking bill, my my rent. You know, nothing. I had to get about 10,000 bucks. And at that time, you know, I was in Japan doing my last tour. And at that time, the girl was with, you know, she's like, you know what, I'm leaving. I'm taking When you come back, I'm taking all my shit and I'm gone and I'm taking the dog. You're taking you know, the dog. And I'm like, hey, that look. is a country song right there. I was like, I was like, hey, look, you know, take the TV, break everything, but por favor, déjame mi perrita. That's all I have. You know, that's all I have. I remember getting home from Japan just, you know, completely broken, broken, just thinking, fuck, nothing will work. Uh, I owe $10,000 around. I'm about to lose my apartment. I'm 220 pounds obese. My girl just left me. I remember getting home and just not hearing my dog. Cuando abro la puerta, mi perrita va a correrme. I just started crying. I was like, all right, my dog is still here. It was September. November, December. Me dije, all right, David. Me hablé solo. Me dije, what are you going to do, fool? I'm like, you could do the same shit you did. You could fuck up, go back to coke and women. Okay, yo soy bueno con las morras. You know, I treat women good, so I never had a problem hooking up or meeting someone. I could go back to that, numb myself. You know, I be, there was a point where I was having so much sex that I just didn't even enjoy it no more. Dog. I was literally just sleeping with women so they could hug me after. You're hiding. You're, just, you're, you're using it as a way to hide. From it was yourself. a drug. It was a numbing drug. It was just be with the women just to not be alone. Y dije, oh, I was 31 or 30 years old already. And I was like, oh, I could do the one thing que se me escapó, be a fighter. And I, in my, in my head, I said, you know what? Me voy a permitir dos meses de depresión. I'm going to let myself be a little worse. Suspension. Me voy a dejar, pero starting New Year's, I'm going to chase my dream. I'm going to be a fucking bare knuckle boxer. And I posted it up on Facebook and Instagram. And everyone, you're too old. You're too fat, fool. You've never been in a gym. You can't do it yourself. It's too late. Watch me, motherfucker. Me recuerdo mis parents, you know. I said, watch me. One year, fool. COVID hits. I start training in my mom's backyard. Everything stops. COVID hits, everything stops. Hey, Everything's no. quiet. Everybody's inside. O te puesto, COVID either made you or break you. Yeah, COVID was, te hizo un chingón o te diste cuenta que eres nada. For, yeah, for me, COVID was like a suspension. Like everybody, paran todo. And I, when I say suspension, I mean like a tarot card. Yeah. The hangman. It's fucking everything stops. And this is the moment where you fucking stop and reassess and redefine. ¿Vas a sobrevivir o te vas a dejar caer? Y yo dije, okay, you know, I got nothing to do. I'm not work. I can't work. Y en ese tiempo empecé a entrenar en mi casa, en la casa de mi mamá. What's, what's, what's the start of your training? Like, like right you, back you, to the bag. I, like, I got to lose this weight first because I was it, going up the stairs like. <sighs> and, the, and this bag you describe. Is it the bag that shows up in that yes, lady? Sir. And everybody looking at that fucking bag, like, that's not, that's obscene. That's, that's, that's not the easiest way to start. Nah, me puse un 30, 40 pound vest, wey. Me puse trash bags todos los días. Dije, voy a bajar este peso. 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 95 pounds. What's now. going on like, in, in your head? Like, what's going through your head? I'm you're getting better. I'm getting faster. I could do this. People I'm start telling me, you look like a fighter again. Oh, you know? That you start getting that back and you start seeing that in other people. What's your soundtrack? Oh, a little bit of everything. What's your soundtrack? I have, What's your soundtrack? I, have, I have cumbias. But cumbias de merengue was a big one because it had the rhythm. And I was bouncing. You know, so to your feet. But también tenía, you know, I had some rapture. I had some 80s. I had some... Some cure, you know, that. <laughs> tuve fucking corridos, un poquito de lo que me hacía sentir y lo tiré toda en la pinche bolsa, me sangraba, me pelaba los dedos. You, so, like, you say bear, but you wanted to be a bear knuckle fighter. Well, I te voy a decir por qué. Okay, like, because that's a, 
you know, we live in a post-UFC generation, and yeah. everybody that uh, can throw fists, usually that's, that's where they channel their emotions, you know? That's where they channel their dreams. Well, originally, ese era el sueño. The, I want to be a UFC fighter. But I hit reality, you know, BKFC, I started watching BKFC when it came out, and I was like, this is a professional street fight. I'm a street fighter. I could do this. Everybody that sees a fight, you know, that tío, yo también puedo chingarme, like but I would see fights, and I'd be like, I could uh, fight that I could fool. Fight, I, could fight I know that I could fight. This fool just went down with one punch. I won't go down with one punch. I know I won't. I got him kicked in the mouth with steel toe boots. I've been hit with bottles, and I kept swinging. I got jumped by 7, 10, 12 people, and I kept swinging. They didn't knock me out. I know I can do it. And then they announced open tryouts to the public. So I said... Esa es mi oportunidad. I'm going to be this a burner. This is the only... This, this is it. Yeah, this is the, this this is is the door. This is the door. Y tuvieron... Yeah, y en ese tiempo que bajé los 95 libras, people started like telling me I was motivating them. They were like... They, they were seeing your... Yeah. Were you posting some yeah, of the stuff? Yeah, so people, people were witnessing you. So todo, like, todo. That's an interesting thing. Like uh, for me, it was going through sobriety and saying I'm not going to drink anymore. And, you know, talking about it publicly, people check you. You know, yeah. there's no way you can say, well, I'm not going to drink anymore. And all of a sudden you're somewhere fucking taking a beer. Yeah. So you were, you were, you were posting your progress. You know, t people talk about social media, how toxic it is and like how fucked up some social media is. But in this aspect, you were, you were keeping yourself accountable for what you were doing yeah. as far as constructing a future for yourself. And other people were seeing you rise. You know, that, they that, saw the weight going down. They saw my mark, my stomach getting marcado. They're like, what the fuck? Fool? And then they start hitting me up. Hey, ¿cuánto me acuerdas para entrenarme? And I'm like, yeah. so then I built a little gym in my, my apartment. You know, me, me, like, como que todo, everything that was going wrong, se alineó it was para to, me. Yeah. It was like, this everything, was my path. Every, every, uh, you, you found exactly where you needed to go. So everything is just like, basically aligned. Yeah, let me tell you how it went. Mira, el dinero que debía, uh, California had a rent forgiveness program. Oh. It was raffled out to only a few people. I can't que escogieron. There you go. They picked me. I was losing my apartment. Gracias. Yeah, y luego aparte de eso, me, me dicen que I'm accepted to the tryouts in Arizona. Luego on top how, how, how much time do you have when you hear that you're accepted? Like until? three weeks, and I only had like 200 bucks in my pocket. Me quedaban. <laughs> I bought like a one-way round-trip ticket with my brother, me acompañó. To Arizona for like 110 bucks, me quedaba 90 dollars for a month. You, you get the uh, you get to go ahead for that uh, the tryouts. What's going through your mind? I go ahora, to the, like, Yeah, well, I go to the tryouts and I go. I'm gonna shine. You know, I got. I know I got my own style. I know I, I've seen people on this fight and I know they don't got what I got. Yeah. Y boy, I do my thing. Viene un coach cuando acaba el tryout y le hace, you know, 40 fighters showed up. Out of those 40, 20 are professionals. Out of those 20, 10 are well known. Out of those 10, three shined. You're one of them. Who are you? And I'm like, my name is Abidio Diaz. Who do you train with? My brother in the backyard. What? <laughs> Who's your coach? I'm like, no one. I train in my mom's backyard. And he's like, get the fuck out of here. Come over here. Talk to Nathan Shook. I go to the matchmaker. Yeah. Here's my story. How many weights do you? 95 pounds? I'm like, yeah, I did it for this. And he's like, we're going to give you a fight. Y en ese tiempo no tengo dinero, right? Me yeah, you're going to me 200 bucks round trip. Me that's llega it. mi settlement. You got your settlement. Me settlement, me llega. Y digo, y me llegó en ese tiempo, Joey Beltran, Chicano fighter, ex-UFC, Bellator. He's a BKFC heavyweight champion. He has that hood style. Le vale madre, se mete para adelante, puro putazo, putazo, putazo. And I remember watching him be like, that's the fool. You know, ese güey me va a entender because he understands the street style. So le mando mensaje en Instagram thinking this fool ain't going to reply to me. Y me contesta, if you're serious, come to Miami. 
And I'm like, you know what, fool? I'm going to go to Miami. Because they told me they're going to give me a fight. Show up to Miami. At primero me cobro como los regular classes, you know, three classes, 500 bucks. Three classes, yeah. 500 bucks. Algo así, creo que me dijo algo así, or five classes, 300 bucks, something like that, one of those. Y voy, y me da las primeras clases. At first it was just like, otro vato diciendo, okay, he wants to fight. Yeah. I show up in the morning, hacemos la hora, all right, see you tomorrow. I stay in the gym, do another hour. Me voy, regreso en la tarde, ahí está él, me ve. I do everything he told me to do in the morning, se me queda viendo. Around the fourth time I go, I see him looking at me like, like processing me, you know. He separa and me dice, come over here, we're going to do something different. He starts training me, training me. He me dice, you know, when they llego, they announce, he posts me up in his Instagram. Le gané el respeto y BKFC me manda un contrato para la fight. Four weeks. Four weeks after me. Four weeks before the fight. Never had a coach. I just met Joey Beltran. Four weeks before the fight, you got to fight. Let's run. You're fighting the next Conor McGregor. Nine knockouts. He's a big shit. Toda la publicidad. La publicidad está yendo para ese güey. Yeah, you're the underdog. Everything's mm -hmm. going to him. And Joey Beltran is like, you know, one day I have this, this, this thing where I'm like, man, what if I'm not good enough? You know, do I belong here? And I had like a little mental thing. You got a yeah, uh, imposter syndrome yeah. shit going on. Joey se sienta conmigo. I, mean, I think that's what he told me. Joey se sienta conmigo. He's like, look, man, I see something in you. He's all like, I can't teach you technical because we're not technical fighters. But what I could help you with is the mental. You're already fucking here. Yeah. And he's like, and you're going to do it. He's like, I could help you with it. And we became hermanos that day. I cried. He listened to me. Me dijo, you're a fucking fighter. You're here, man. This is your path. Y le pise todos los pinches días, tres días a la me llevaba boxing with fucking. What's it? What's a, what, what are the, uh, what are the rules he gave you? No, no what? No, no what, what was denied to you? Because I, I, I know I've, I've, I've trained like that and you get denied shit, you know, uh, and then you get, you know, parameter. Somebody's going to put their time and energy in you. You know, you get rules, you know, it's four weeks away. Yeah. Fuck. What, what, what gets denied? Well, when I first got there, I was already practicing my celibacy because I wanted to focus on myself. That was hard, literally. I mean, you, you, I mean, I understand, I understand that you like, you know, women and, you know, yes, la Manuela, you know. Manuela y Susi se fueron para esconder. No, 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 no gratification of any for, kind. For a while, you know. For a while. Pero, pero cuando llegué a Miami, yeah. you know, it had been a while that I met, so y luego conocí una morra, and I was like, I was going out. Look, I was training every day. But Joey would see my stories. I was still going out every night to dance. Yeah. Because no podía dormir, my anxiety. And I'd go out and dance, and they wouldn't know that I was still drinking a little bit. You know, me dice Joey and Jason, me dicen, hey, no more drinking. You got a fight coming up. I was like, all right, Joey. All right. Y luego me because no me decía nada, because I show up. If I'd go out and dance till 5 a.m. And you didn't show up or we're late? You're there, I'd show up at 7 a.m. And he'd be like, fuck it, you're here? Yeah. But luego me decía, you know, eat well. Fucking, don't, don't stay out so late no more. That's it. So ya me empezaba a decir, pero work. como que no quería hacer base, porque ya sabía que no matter what, I was showing up. So he knew, he knew, you know, he knew. So he started like, cutting that shit out of your immediate life, you know, yeah. focusing basically. Yeah, those last three weeks, I kind of dije, okay, stop going out. This is real. This is not no more like, ya, yeah, wey, ya ponte las pilas. With the deep breath before the plunge. Yeah. te digo, llegamos a la pelea, you know. What the, you know, is this the, you, you, you're there for the fight. Like, who's in your corner? Like, can you talk about it? Joey Berton is like, me dice antes de la fight. Did you go anybody before that? Before no. you go, I was going to be my little you're, brother. You're quiet? Yeah, you, no. Tu, tu hermano. Nada más. Mi hermano nada más. Y me dice, I'm going to corner you. 
I'm like, fuck. What's your what song? What song's playing when you come out? Uh, uh, Cosas de la Clica. <laughs> I, mean, you know, well, I will. I will. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I was like, uh, <laughs> sí, me salí con Cosas de la Clica. You know, las cosas que hice en la canción. Man, they, were, they were just, at that moment, it was about. Evito las malas vibras. Es muy cierto, hay niveles en la vida. Propio paso, pero a mi propia vida. No les miento, la subida fue putiza. Le pido disculpa a mi madrecita. No es culpa de nadie. Yo escogí esta vida. So I felt like that song was talking to me, you know? Yeah. Pero llegó esta pelea, you know, and next thing you know, they're hyping him up the whole time. Y yo hago un pinche video. Yeah, so I, 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 I uh, you know, went back and like looked at some of that moment, that, uh, that moment in your life, and you're an underdog. Yeah, yeah. This motherfucker's getting at everything. At first, I made an Instagram. I started getting, like, 500 followers, you know? Y hago un video, I'm like, hey, no, what the fuck, I make a video, go tell BKFC, where's my interview? Y me manda un mensaje un vato. Y le dice, hey, fue, I work for BKFC, I'm in Florida, I want to go film you. Y llega y le dice, hey, man, by the way, BKFC just gave me the green light to, to film you for a, for a segment. Yeah. Y me dan mi interview. And that was the first time that people hear about me. Yeah. Y de ese interview, lo que dije, you know, I ate a couple noodles for, a, for like a week or two. I ate like for three weeks, I ate a couple noodles. That was my diet. No tiene dinero. And I didn't want to bug my parents because I was proud, you know. I wanted to show them that I could do it. E, and that people were like, who the fuck is this South Central fool? You know, who is this? Like, this <laughs> is was like a homie, you know? <laughs> y le están poniendo next Conor McGregor, no fights, no amateur, no coaches, one month before. E they, you know, I, got, I made my own noise. So llego a la pinche face off. You know, I record my face off. I put it up on TikTok. One million views. Yeah, that fucking 70,000 followers. I'm like, I wait. Yeah, people are watching me now. You know, you're. Uh, it's not as you. It's everybody behind you. And it's like it's all love. It's like hey, food, you're representing la raza. Todos los que le dijeron que it's all love. It's like maybe five percent negativity. Que no es nada. Fuck it's that. Ten, five thousand comments, three comments negativos, and I'm like, I don't give a fuck. But I was still hated. Y llegó la pelea, and right before coming out, right before, like literally, right before que dicen no go walk out, I start crying. And I tell myself, esto no me lo va a quitar nadie. And I'm like, everything you ever wanted. Like, it was a, like a movie, dog. It was like, I'm on, I, they moved my fight to pay-per-view, my first fight ever. We're the most anticipated fight of the night. Everybody <laughs> wants to see the Aztec versus the Viking. It becomes this fucking thing, this hype, you know? E I'm standing back and I'm crying right before coming out. And I'm like, you made it, dog. Like, pasa lo que pasa aquí. Is this joy? Is this joy coming out of your eyes? Joy, yeah, it was felicidad. It was like, todo lo que sufriste, todo tu pinche sueño, todo lo que te dijeron que no. This is your stage right now, motherfucker. You're here. This is your night. This is your fucking ring. This is your fucking moment. No one's going to fucking take that shit away from you. No one. Y me limpié las lágrimas. And I, pieza mi música. Me pongo mi, yeah. Piensa, me pongo mi pinche sombrero en cosas de la clica. Empiezo a cantar, corridos tumbados, walking out of stage cantando. And I hear people starting saying, perro, perro. I'm in Mississippi, where people were telling me, be careful with the races. <laughs> I got people screaming, perro, perro. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? People know me. People like me. E, go in there, man. We start going at it. It is a war of attrition. We went at it. It was like, and then people are going to see this interview that haven't seen their fight, but like seeing it. And uh, you know, bare knuckle boxing is a thing yeah. and I, some people even don't know it's a thing you know there's people don't know, like, yeah. that has to be yeah. illegal 
or this, but yeah, it's no joke. Oh. You know? It's no fucking joke. And uh, it is, there's not, you know, boxing gloves do their thing as far as concealing and covering up or you being used as shields. There is. Every no, putazo hits. There's no place. <laughs> there's no place to hide your fist. That bare knuckle's hitting your arm. Yeah, it's that, still it's hurting. Bone, muscle, flesh, slinging. Uh, the the. Mira mi carita. No duele. The 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 possibility of opening flesh through just bare knuckles is way more high oh, than just gloves. So it's the first putazo. So, open up. So you're, you're there. It's your moment. It's your stage. You know, people around there. You know, a bunch of fighters me dijeron, I remember después, pero lo más importante que me lo dijo was Nick Diaz. I met him in Miami outside of a, a gym I was going to. Yeah. And he's out there now. My little I'm like, porque yo dije, no, I'm marking myself. No, I can't say I'm the Diaz brothers, <laughs> porque there's already a Diaz brothers, Nick yeah. and Nate. Yeah. So dije, ¿sabes qué, güey? Somos los hermanos Diaz. Porque there's already a Diaz brothers, but yeah. there's no hermanos Diaz. Y así sacamos el nombre. Recuerdo que lo conocí afuera. Y I'm like, le pregunto, hey, what's up? I'm like, what's up, homie? Like, When are you coming to Bare Knuckle, dog? Y le hace, homie, we're crazy, but Bare Knuckle fighters are another type of crazy. That's all you, homie. And I'm like, ah, me empecé a rir, you know? And I was like, yeah. It, it is, it is, uh, it is, I mean, for me, growing up here in Tijuana, you know, like we see Bare Knuckle boxing, but you know, it was always uh, over something, you know? Yeah. So to see it as a sport, was like I was seeing it. Uh, so you're in there, and there's a there's a, a size disparity, yeah, a reach disparity that I I, I kind of I, I kind of witnessed when you guys were started going at it. You know, he had a reach. Oh, he was big, man. He was bigger, <laughs> way bigger than me. Yeah? But you were a perro. I was, I was just <laughs> hungrier. He made fun of my poverty, man. He made fun of my culture. He made a post, I think, talking about this guy with trash bags and people gave him shit mm -hmm. like, hey, don't make fun of his poverty. Dog. Not, not everybody has a silver spoon like you. Y me mandaron los videos lo que decía de mí. Like, this guy ain't gonna beat me. He's got fucking trash bags on using socks for gloves. And I was like, you don't know what hunger is, homie. <laughs> you don't know what it's like to not want to go back to that. I just got a taste of a good gym. I just got a taste of what it's like to wear boxing shoes for the first time. You ain't taking that away from me. I was seeing some of the protection uh, Nordic runes he had on him. And then seeing his skeleton shake from the impacts was like, well, they don't work, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> just delivering that thunder. Um, we beat the shit out of it. We fucking fourth round, man. 36 hit combo. Cuando le solté todo. Was, uh, you, you, you gave him everything and they stop it. It's a cava. Fight of the night. And then you say your name. They say, I start crying. Todo lo que me say aguanté. your name and fucking pull your, your arm up. I yeah. collapse. What's My that? knees went jelly. I, went, I was like one of those cries when you, you know when you're in school, te quitan el game boy. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of those cries. I haven't cried like that. It was like, I just was crying. I couldn't yeah. stop crying for like two hours. You know, people, people go through life and do a lot of shit in their lives. But that is, that is all you. Yeah. So you're talking about uh, David contra Goliath, no? Yeah, look at that. The whole world against me right there. Everything is against you. The odds are against you. You know, life hasn't been easy. All of this shit. And you're having that uh, moment right there. Yeah, it was well, not worth it. Everything just fucking just... 
Ahí saqué todo, todo lo que me aguanté. Missing my mom, missing my family, missing South Central, being in Miami. Like, you, you, what do you say when you, what, 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 did you get, did you get the microphone? No, no, the interviews and the get, interviews. Like, what, what do you say after that? I remember I told them, I, and I still say it, as like, giving me a shot. Like, you put a fucking South Central kid with some training in the streets and with perfect, you got someone in danger. I am going to be remembered as one of the most entertaining fighters that ever stepped in here. You are going to remember my name. When draw or lose, you're going to remember every time I step in there. It's going to be fight of the night, fight of the year, or knockout of the night. But you're going to know who the fucking Nessio is. E, I lived up to my word till now. Would you call? What you call after? Oh, there's a video of that. <laughs> would, you, would, you, would you call? My mom, man. Call my mom. I cry right now. And I call my mom and I'm bloody. My nose is broken in three places. My eye, I got my hands broken. My nose broken. My jaw has a hairline fracture. And I call my mom and I'm all like, Ama, me lo chingue. Está mi mom y mi papá en el teléfono, my family. Like, first time feeling my parents proud of me. What, what do I say? What do they say back? That they're happy, that they love me, that they never doubted it. Descansa, mijo, ya dejate mamadas, vete a dormir. No, they were happy. They were. Yes, mi mamá dijo, ya nunca, nunca te dudé. He's like, I knew you were going to do it. Yeah. We knew you were going to do yeah. it. You know, it's, uh, you know, we look for that our whole lives and you got Oh, it. man, it's everything. It's you everything. Your telling you she's proud of you. It's everything. That is the only unconditional you love we we'll ever telling you he's proud of you. It's, uh, it's priceless, dog. That is better than any fucking prize out there. It's priceless. Now, you're fucked up. That's a lot of fractures. Like uh, for somebody that's never, I mean, I mean, I'm, there's not a lot of bare knuckle boxers out there. <laughs> uh, what's what are your hands uh, going through <sighs> after basically punching quebradas in seis lugares? I think cada una had like three breaks, four breaks. Okay, the so thumbs, bro, estaban hinchadas como salchichas. And it's so, what what uh, what you, you just get. Simple wraps on your hands. Or the wraps are from the muñeca so up here, two inches below the knuckle. Okay. So your knuckles are exposed. It, it, Only thing that's protected is your wrist and your thumb. So you are multiple fractures <laughs> on your face and your hands. I had a fracture on my orbital bone, three parts broken on my nose because he bat fixed in me illegally, hairline fracture on my jaw, six or seven breaks in my hands, my two thumbs were broken. What's that? What's the pain? Oh, no, 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 no. no. Like, so, like, it, you're warm, and I got in the beat, the shit beat out of me several times in my life, so I remember the the warmth of it leaving, and then the just the coldness of the... So, so what's that first night? Cuando, cuando, al principio, adrenaline, cuando estás con la, estás, yo estaba allá afuera, yo celebrando, y no, I fucking did it. People yeah. shake, trying to shake my hand, that's a fucked up thing. <laughs> don't Everybody shake, wants don't, to don't, shake your don't hand. Try and, don't try and shake the hands of your bare knuckle boxer. Aprendes just came out of a poner el codo, like, you're like, hey, what's up? Like, sorry, grab my hand, but everybody wants to give you a hug, you know? Pero llegó un tiempo, en la primera pelea, que le digo a mi hermanito, I turned to him, and I'm all like, Get me fucking home now. Vámonos. Y las, okay, let's go, let's go. People are trying to come. Sorry, guys, I gotta take them. I'm like, hey, perdón, perdón. Y ya llego y es que se empieza a bajar la adrenalina. Like death, carnal. You're in a hotel, right? Yeah. Like so my amiga. So, uh, that's another aspect of it. You're not home. No, my, but home, luckily my cuñado, my, my, my cuñada, mi hermano, y mi amiga Selena that I love with, she's been my best friend, man. She take care of me. Two fights already, me cuido ella. Pero en esta noche, you know, we were supposed to go out and celebrate. She was going to go have look for someone to be with, you know. Se quedó toda la noche making sure because my bro, I took a lot of shots. Bro. Yeah. I think I had a concussion because at night, me levanté y vomité sangre. Yeah. 
And because uh, all of my broken nose, the blood I was yeah, swallowing. You're, you're, yeah, you're, you're basically, there's a bunch of, there's a bunch of shit probably bleeding and each other, nasal cavity. It was like that nasty. And I, was like, it was, I took a picture of it, like, ah, dope. Pero no podía, no, wey, no podía masticar. My, I felt like death. I was like, mm. like, all the pain and my hunger, I will try to go, falling asleep. Hey, 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 despiertate, wake up, wake up. And I'll be like, all night I had to stay awake to make sure that I wasn't going to go into a coma or, you know, yeah, yeah. fucking die. My brothers are like, I yes. could barely see from one eye. So you're not wearing any zippers and a button on your pants. Yeah, but I'm, <laughs> I, I, but I'm happy though. Everyone's like, I fucking did it. Fucking, I'm going home. Dolor, pero orgulloso, dog. Like, I made my dream come true. I didn't know I was ever going to come this far. I thought one fight, I never knew fight of the night, fight of the year nominee, one of the most known faces in Bernaco now. Yeah. It's insane, dog. I never knew I was going to be this good, this great. The, the recovery time of a bare knuckle boxer versus a regular boxer. And I'm like, you know, how long is that recovery for you? Más I mean, que nada las manos. Your hands are the, 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 longest, the longest process to the heal, basically. thumbs, bro. Because this is cura, you know, yeah. like for weeks. Yeah. Los dientes duelen como dos semanas. You can't eat for like a week. You're like, ¿está hinchado? What are you, what are you eating? Just Fucking like whatever you could crush with your tongue, dog. <laughs> you <laughs> like, okay, feed me like a bird, por favor. If I, try, I wish I had hunger, I would have fucking fed me. But your hands and specifically your thumbs are just duelen, painfully. What's that, what's, what's that, what, what are you doing to, to, heal, to help that process? Yo como pendejo, casi nada. You're I, just like, just you're just pill, like a pain pills. Classic Mexican. Just, you don't go to the hospital until you're like, you're no fucking ni bleeding ni. out of your fucking stomach or some shit yeah, like that, right? Yeah, really typical. And I said, no, man. I said, no, I suffered the first fight, man. I suffered because I only had, I found old Vicodin in my house and that's what I was that, drinking. You found some fucking Vicodin? Old Vicodin and weed and fucking, that was it. Okay, old Vicodin and weed. And weed. And that was your recovery? That was it. I didn't put in the car, I didn't put yellow. I was yeah, proud okay. of my bruises. I was like, this wasn't, this ain't, like, people looked at me, I'm like, I'm not ashamed, people think I got my ass fucked up. This is a professional fight. Yeah. This is, you could ask me, que te pasó? I was in a pay-per-view fight. Yeah. And I won. Yeah. This was pride. Like, aquí, no me pongo lentes en la calle when I go out in the hood. I go proudly like this. And I see a lot of fighters come out of their fights, win or lose, se tapan la cara, heads, se ponen mascaras, and they're just with their heads down. And me, fucking smiling, though. Like, miren, cabrones, lo que me gané. Look at this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, those wounds are fucking earned. I love it, man. You get better. <sighs> Slowly. I get better. Slowly you get better. Your, your hands are mobile again. Yeah. And I think, you know, for anybody that kind of goes through that process of going from, you know, zero to 100,000 miles per hour, which <laughs> you did basically, and, yeah. and uh, achieving that, uh, that victory. And what's the second fight feel like you Please. know you know you you have you now have people behind you you have a moment of victory and you know everybody's expecting you know everything now from you and i know that is some, is he all hype I, you know that is that i mean i know that's a lot of pressure is he a one-trick pony is he a fluke you talk about imposter syndrome you know that comes back probably in you yeah. you know um what changes as far as your training? Well, you know, I said, okay, <clears throat> this is a full-time thing now. It's time to quit everything. Soy profesional. Me voy a entrenar al 100. I moved to Miami with Joey, you know. Um, 
Um, but then you know, I get training there, but I start losing money because they start canceling my fights. And I'm like, all right, my deprimi, you know? And I'm like, all right, I, that's it, I'm going back home. So I go back, my, my run, you know, go back to your comfort. I go back to LA and the first week I'm there, I'm like, nah, dog, you go to Mexico. You know, so some of Brandon Moreno's coaches, I got linked up with uh, Pedro Oya. Yeah. Brandon Moreno's Muay Thai coach. Uh, they get linked up and they're like, you go to Puerto Vallarta? I'm like, my papa tiene casa en Puerto Vallarta. You know, go to Puerto Vallarta. Go to that gym, you know, estás invitado. I'm like, fuck it, lo poquito que me queda de mi settlement, me lo voy a llevar to Mexico. So I go to Mexico from July to December, I think. And I'm training for this fight, training on a diet. And I'm getting depressed, man. I'm alone. I miss my family. I don't have my brother with me no more. I don't have a solid team because they're just gym people. They're not people that I'm hanging out with after the gym. So estoy completamente solo. It's like going, I, to, it's like going to a monastery in another country, basically. This is a... Y me está ganando la, la depresión. You know, I'm getting sad. And I'm like, they cancel one fight, again, two, the second fight. Y luego I'm preparing, you know, again, spending all this money and me queda 1,000 bucks. <clears throat> Yeah, they canceled the third fight. And I had already gone to Sayulita. Now, this is where the magic starts. I got to Sayulita and I had you know, visited and I liked it. And there was another coach, Christian Valverde from Quilombo Fitness. And uh, when I went there, I liked it. It was a small town. It was a touristy beach town, but it's a small town. Small pueblito, pueblito mágico. Yeah. Uh, y me gustó. Y cuando estoy ahí, you know, this is where it gets interesting. Conozco una... I met someone there, una señora se llamaba Linda Mariscal. She's still a really good friend of mine. La conocí en una fight night. Y me dijo, gusto conocerte. Y se fue. Me voy a dicho Instagram, se fue. Y en esas dos semanas, uh, <clears throat> me cancelan la tercera pelea and I broke. Fuck. I was like, I'm third, fucking done. Third canceled fight. You're frustrated. I'm you're done. just fucking, you're fucking done. I said, I'm done. This shitting for me. I'm like, I spent all my, all my, all my settlement money. It was a one-time thing. I'm fucking done. This shit isn't for me. I'm going to get right back to my fucking, my, my patterns. I'm going to get fucked up. I'm going to do drugs and I'm going to meet women. That's the void. And you're I start, looking, looking back at the void. I start getting fucking drunk first, you know, because I'm thinking to myself, do I really want to go back to coke, man? I know I was the slippery. If I go back to that, I'm going to fuck myself up. And I remember one night I wanted to do it, and the homie from Mucho Bueno, the bartender that works, he's like, hey, Nessie, I got to tell you one thing. I'm like, what's up, dog? He's like, you have to leave. As a homie, he's like, because like, you have you have skill. And if you stay here, like where you are right now, you're going to lose yourself because yeah. this town could eat you up. And you know, it's a small town. And I was like, fuck. I was like, you know what? He's right. I got to leave. No me voy a perder, but I was already lost. I was losing that warrior. And eso, ya me va a ir como en cuatro días, me manda un mensaje linda mariscal. And she's like, on Instagram, hey, I've been thinking about you. I'm like, why? He's like, I see that you're going through shit. He's like, te quiero ayudar. It's like, you know, I have a, I, I'm a healer too. You know, I do temascales. Yeah. Y tengo, en trabajo con medicinas ancestrales, tengo un chamán que viene de México. Es curandera. Ricardo, y él te puede ayudar. Vamos a tener una ceremonia del sapo. Te quiero invitar personalmente, no vas a pagar. Yo te estoy invitando. So she's inviting you to a ceremony dealing with bufo, basically. Bufo en cambo. Bufo en cambo. The bufo is basically, a, there's a certain species of toad yeah. in northern Mexico. Um you squeeze it, and its glands it's produce yeah. produce a, uh, a, a almost a milky substance. Mm. You spread it on top of a mirror or a piece of glass, and it's scrape it off. And oh. and for uh, people, if uh, you know, Mike Tyson did some of that, and he's he describes it as one of the most powerful uh, hallucinogenic experiences that he's ever had. It was the strongest therapy I've ever had. You were know? losing yourself again in that yeah. uh, process of I w- I just waiting for a fight. A fighter no more. I was like, I'm not a fighter. That was just a one-time thing. 
Ya estaba perdiendo esa visión de guerrero. You're losing your drive, your hunger. Perros está durmiendo. Yeah. The dogs sleep, falling asleep. Yeah. And you, you encounter this. So, la señora, mi amiga, yeah. me dice, vente para Saguilita. Hay que hablar. And I'm like, you know what? I'm leaving in like four or five days. She said, just come meet me. I'm like, fuck it. I'll go. I go. We hang out. We get along. Me dice, I think I met you for a reason. She's like, I think you're the person I'm supposed to invite to this. I go back to Puerto Vallarta. I'm like, I'm about to leave in three days. She goes to Vallarta where her kid, they had to do something. She said, let me, let me meet up. She meets me up and she's like, come back with me. You can stay at my place. Yo te, yo te ayudo. I want to help you. I hit up my brothers. I go, hey, fíjate, I met this lady. Que me quiere ayudar con this and that. It's crazy shit. My brothers are like, what the fuck do you it. Oh, they're, they're yeah. encouraging it? Me dice, si tienes yeah. alguien que te va a guiar and someone that's an actual healer. Those are good brothers. Like, do it. Like, <laughs> Those are good brothers. You're never going to experience this again, dude. And you're going to come back fucked up. Might as well do whatever you can to get better. Yeah. Y me fui con ella tres semanas, man. She housed me. The three weeks. The Wait, first well, like, week and a half, the first week, man, kind of like therapy. Like, you know, man, she helped me talk. She let me open plática, up. La plática is what they terapia. Yeah, Hablamos that. de que me estaba was bringing me down. Luego la segunda semana llegó el shaman. Y lo conocimos, salimos a comer y solo, like, you know, kind of like, get comfortable with them. Me invitan a la ceremonia. And I knew it was going to be heavy, man. Yo ya sabía. Primero me dan el cambo. Cambo te queman el brazo. They burn your arm five places. Te penan la piel. Te ponen veneno de, de sapo. Y tu defense mechanism empieza a empujar el veneno. So you start throwing up. Yeah, so basically you, you, they, they, uh, you have a... You know, a it's basically an um, activated uh, immune response. Hey, the body. immune system. The immune system activates through, they do a, a, a scrape or a cut and they put some of the, uh, the, the frog, the toad poison in. Yeah. Which puts your body into defense. Defense, well, you start sweating and you start feeling that vomit. And it's a nasty vomit. It's yellow as fuck. It's dirty. It never grew up like that before. It's thick. Yellow vomito, you know, and she's all like, Vomitaste mucho feo. She's like, that's good. She's like, just get ready now. Ya, vamos, estamos con un grupo, pero yo estoy solo. And empiezan, la primera le da el bufo. And she has a beautiful experience, you know. And I'm silent. I know what I'm about to go through. So, you, so, you, so you're about to get this bufo, this bufo dose. You say you were with other people there. All yeah. of them are. They're but all you're, her but, friends. But you're, but you're. Alone. You're alone. It's you, your, your own trip. Yeah. Yo estoy callado, yo the, sé lo que estoy pasando. The first one gets flowers. Se acuesta like y luego le hace hola. I'm just like. She, she's pretty, you know, she doesn't have anything. You know? okay. She was good. She was like. The closet's probably, you know, clean, you know. Yeah. Y luego dicen, ¿quién sigue? Nadie quería. And I was Wait, like. Who's next? Y luego dije, me, I'm ready. Raise your hat. And I'm like. Are you? Were yeah, you? Yeah, I was ready. I was, I was ready to face it. Y te digo, bro. Man, me siento, me siento con el curandero y me agarra la mano y me dice, this is you, this is me, and right now we're one. Y me dice, ¿qué quieres de esto? Like, what do you want from what this? Basically, you this? state your intention, is basically. And I'm like, I want to I wanna forgive and I want to accept this. He's like, what don't you want from this? He's like, I don't want to hold on to what is, what's keeping me down. He's like, okay. Have a safe trip. <laughs> Packs a pipe. Me la pone en la boca. Y le jale. Everybody was like, pero yo. <laughs> Todo. Y 
cuando lo suelto, he becomes patterns, he becomes animals, he becomes color, he fucking fades into nothing. Se convierte en colores, se convierte en hieroglyphs. And I let myself fall back. Cuando me dejo caer para atrás, I start falling off of these colorful waves and I could see everything in my childhood when I first suicide I could start seeing you know, the things that happened with my parents the love I didn't have and when I was feeling that panic when a black entity was hugging me a female entity a black shadow was holding on to me and it felt comfortable for a second it was orgasmic it was, I was like <sighs> it was orgasmic and a, a, a female why, why do you say it was a female because it was a shadow it was like Right. The silhouette that's, of a woman. That's that, that's a uh, that's fucking interesting. That uh, you know, I've had experiences like that myself, and you know, was see, uh, for me, it was a black ocean that turned into a woman. Oh man! Right. Uh, you know, the uh, you know, as a lady told me once that uh, the only the only thing in life that can personify death is a woman that has children. So that's why we always see her in black and in a female form when you see her out there. Death, you know, appears to us in that way. Pero it was know, hugging you. It was hugging me, but it was that feeling that I would do when I was fucking around a lot just to be with the woman, that comfort. Yeah. It, and I started feeling that feeling when you don't want to be around someone. But yeah. I'm nasty. I started seeing all the hate and that this was a nummy. Y me la traté de quitar y me agarraba, me enterraba las uñas. And it was color and I could see flashes of my life and I was like, aquí lo tenía, aquí, 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 aquí. Cuando por fin la quité, I let out the most violent cry. Y caí, mi visión caí en un pinche río. Caí en un río and when I look up, el curandero me está agarrando. He's trying to hold you down. He's holding me down and she has my legs locked in y me está cantando. Cura, 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 me sana todo lo que yo llevo. Agradezco de mi vida, Pachamama, yo te amo. And that song brings me back from the naps, from the heavy vision I was having. And I'm in a rio and she's wearing all these Azteca Najual plumas. She, there's a sun behind her burning. I can see everything, the color. Just colors coming out of her body. Lo veo al curandero, he's like 50, 60. Lo veo, he looks 20 years old. Y me dice, ya déjalo ir. Y suelto un pinche, una chillada de guerrero, así, like, heavy, man, heavy. Sentí como salió 20 libras de mi pecho. And I started crying, you know. Like, <sighs> and I'm in veo, and I look at myself, and I'm in a river. And I have Nahual warrior gear on. I'm a fucking Azteca warrior on the fucking floor. Tengo así, tengo la falda puesta. Tengo pintura en mi cuerpo. And I look at myself, and I'm like, I'm a warrior. I'm a fighter. And I start crying. She's like, just let it go, let it go. They bring me back from my vision. I try to sit up and say, no, 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 you're still, you're still on your, your vision. Stay where you're at. So I make quedo otros 15, 20 minutos llorando. You know? And I start smiling. And I start feeling happy, like forgiveness, you know, me perdoné. For something that I blame myself for so long. Yeah. I forgave myself. And I told myself, I'm not going to stop fighting. Yeah. I'm not going to stop. I'm going to go home with no money. I'm going to keep training. And I go home, no coaches, no money, in a park, training every day for eight weeks. I meet a girl, Hispali, saludos to her. She meets me at the park. She starts training with me to Planet Fitness. Seven weeks, me pongo mamado by myself, no sparring, no sparring, no nothing. Two weeks before my fight, I go to Zacatecas. 
uh, and I train high altitude. One week sparring, that's it. Fight night. I'm a whole nother person. I'm mentally ready to kill. This motherfucker was talking shit for a year. I go in there and I spark that motherfucker up. <laughs> I lit that. I fought. You know, people saw the evolution of my first fight to my second fight. They don't like evolution. They, man, this fool got it better, but he's still a little wild. Yeah. Like, oh, you know, pasa lo que pasa, siempre van a ver los icones. Oh, yeah, but he fought nobodies. But I shined, man. I came back a warrior. Pointed object. I came back a warrior. Now where I fucked up <laughs> was I met another girl. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah, I thought I was ready. You know, I had been single for three years. I met someone in Zacatecas, and I thought I was ready. I made a mistake. I was ready to open the door that person was, and I made a mistake. But I was finally able to not let it go too long. Yeah, you recognize that shit. I finally you, know, did. you fell in a bunch of traps already, so you saw that one coming. This time it was five months. It wasn't five years. <laughs> That's and, the difference. And it was a messy, it was a messy break. You know, I tried to be, I was good to this point. I remember telling her, you know, you're not, I was gaining weight. I wasn't training. I wasn't being focused. I was focused on her healing, not mine. I remember telling her, hey, you have to leave. You were focused on her healing. You were trying to rescue somebody? Not rescue. Just, I just, she, she, I just, in my head, I just thought. I can make her better. And not, not even, that just kind of, you know, they feed you what you want to hear in the beginning. You know? They, they dicen lo que quieres escuchar para que te enganchen. <laughs> they tell you what you want. And then I, once you fall, you know, you kind of, and towards the end, it was more like, I was, you know, this person was toxic, man. She was hurting herself when I wanted to leave her. So I was kind of already mentally locked in there. And that's when I realized this isn't my, this yeah, isn't this my is, job. This isn't your job. That's not responsibility. And if she doesn't want to rescue herself, yeah, you're not I can't save her. I, I came to that. Like, I'm not here to save anybody. I'm fucking losing myself. So nicely, I told her, hey, you have to leave. I woke her up with caricias. like, you have to leave. And I'm just good. Give me another week. I'm like, nah, you know, you cheated on me. You got to go. She got violent, man. Started swinging. Got violent. I was remember just because every time she'd get like that, she want to hurt herself. So I'd have to hold her, hug her, you know, like please stop, please stop. And I was like, this is too much. This is why you gotta leave. Take her to the bus stop. Her dad calls me. You know, gave her a chance. I can't serve. I got a career to think about, and I'm losing myself. And she needs to leave. Forgive me. I'm like, nah. She was violent towards you. Yeah, like you know, that's a you know. She was hurt, man. She had a, she had a lot of problems. I understand. I mean, that's like that's that's some shit that people don't talk about that much. It meant much less men, you know. Yeah, I've been through some of that shit myself. It's you know I'm I'm you know, I'm trained. You know I did shit. You know yeah. I have my own warrior path. I guess you would get called. Although I don't consider myself a warrior. I'm more of a fucking yeah, coyote yeah, yeah. that survived. You know. That's a warrior, homie. But. Uh, when you encounter that, that violent towards you specifically from a woman, and you know, we are Mexicanos and we are trained to treat women and have women and protect women in a very specific way. That is such a contradiction in our souls when we see that violence directed towards us from a woman. It hurts more than a fucking man punch, you know, it's just a it different is, type of pain. It is uh, fracturing, it fractures you, and you know, you're not gonna hit back. Uh, and yeah. so you just allow that shit to yeah. land, you know? You know, and I know, she, I know sometimes I'd be like, I remember telling you, that's what you want me to do. I'm not going to, you could fuck, you could punch me, you can, oh, you want, I'm not going to hurt you. Like, I'm not, I'm not your ex, I'm not your other man, I'm not, you know, the people that used to beat you, I'm not, that's not me, I'm not going to do it, you could do it, but I'm not going to do uh, it. There is a braveness in giving up. 
you know, some people don't want to say that sometimes, but, you know, we're not talking about quitting. We're talking about giving up. And that takes a shit ton, you know, to give up on somebody like that, you know, because, you know, you're, you're not only a fighter, but you're somebody that has achieved shit. It's and you think you can achieve. This is another challenge that is yeah. placed in front of you and you can achieve somehow that she can get better. She had get, potential, man. You know, but, better. but, you know, and then I think uh, that's, that's the hard part for people like us to, to accept, s- surrender. Okay. No, no, it's not my me place. Rindo. Yeah. Eso es lo que llegué. Me doy. Like, I can't, I can't help you. And it's not my responsibility. You know, she leaves. That weight is, you know, I could feel her that goal weight. stayed there with me. Yeah, so five months living with her, you know, moved to Zacatecas and brought her to Puerto Vallarta. So the ghost was the, in my dad's the, house. Yeah, the, 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 the promises and the dreams of you together at some point in the future, all that yeah. shit, you know, oh, vamos a esto. we're going to do this, we're going to do that, all that shit is like a giant black ghost that kind of gets left behind. Especially after three years of being single and finally opening that door again after being your heart broken. Fuck, it's kind of like, uh, yeah, he's like, pasa eso, you let the wrong one. And look, you were ready. The person you let it wasn't. It's like, so don't blame yourself. So I'm in Sayulita, you know, right away, right away. Ese mi lugar de sanación. That's my little proyecto que me, yeah. me ayudó. Right away, digo, le digo al coach, ¿sabes qué? I think I'm going to go back to LA. Think, me cancelaron, me cancelaron otra fight. Another fight gets canceled. You this you just this shit just happened in your life. So I'm like, I think I'm gonna go home and coach Valverde. Is like, what the fuck for? Suck it up. Stay here. Keep training. And I'm like, you're right. You know, I gotta pull through. Primeras tres meses. I was preparing for this fight. In a way, I'm glad they canceled it. They canceled three fights again. I wasn't mentally ready like for a, the first one. Like a bottle. <laughs> they canceled the first one. Shit. Like, I'm getting ready for the second one. They cancel the second one. And then I'm like, motherfuckers, you know, can we like, but then at the same time, I'm getting, I'm like, you know what? It's good. They told me another date. And I called Joey Beltran. I said, nah, this time we're going to make sure they got you. And they go, they don't want October 15th. They want November 5th. And he's like, and I'm like, is it locked in? Because that's it. Dog. I'm broke again. I don't yeah. have no money again. I'm spending all my money on training, running in the fucking... Beachwoods, a bunch of turistas, a bunch of hot-ass women. I'm not doing mm-hmm. shit. I'm struggling here, dog. Like, I'm training from the gym to the house. I could well, be I have, I've, I've, I've been following and seeing you do this process of just sustaining, basically. No me dejé perder this time. I was like, I'm not going to let someone bring me down. No, I'm stronger than this. So November the 5th. Los muertos pasan, you know? Day of the dead happens. Pues fíjate, cuando estaba así, mi amiga linda... She saw that I got back. She thought I was overweight, bad. And me empezó a rapé. Okay. Todos los días. To come in, you know, line my, my you don't chingo, bro. Me dio rapé. And I started doing mushrooms on the beach for my training. Kind of let that out, you yeah. know. Lo sacaba, lloraba. I do shadow box the way I dance, you know, my yeah. weird shadow boxing. Lo hacía por una weird. hora. That's a, that's a, that's a beautiful me. thing. I, I could see that you're fighting something yeah. when you're doing it. yeah. You know, so you're yo, not fucking punching air. You're no. fucking fighting some shit. Oh, it's there. Sale con coraje, por eso pego con huevos en el aire, because I'm swinging at what's holding yeah, you're, you're, you're fucking swinging at something. Uh, you know, this November, it's a pretty, you know, it's a death month. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> y luego me dicen, you know, you're fighting you know, this guy. Because everybody was like, he hasn't fought nobody. Well, now you're fighting a guy that has over 30 plus fights who fought Olympians, <laughs> who's knocked everybody out in BKFC that he fights. Yeah. And you yeah. have two fights your whole life. You fought to nobody. Yeah, this this is a, you know, this is somebody that has 
a track record, yeah, an experience, respected a structure record. around him. You know, this known guy, for hurting known, fools. and also he has again people, companies, structure, Big champions, helping him, helping him. Yeah, he has, he has contacts. Yeah, and you have a, a, mush, a mushroom trip, a pueblito, some toad, a burujo, a curandero, y amigas, uh, amigas, and a fucking comunidad. And a bunch of fucking dead demons yeah. dead behind you in this hallway yeah. <laughs> leading you there. People don't know how much I trained by myself for this camp. Yeah. You know, I told Coach when I got there, I just need you to help me admit and remind me to put my hands up. All right? Llegaba, he just wanted, he, and I told him, hey, man, thank you for not judging me on my weird work. It's not fucking weird. You're doing work. I don't wrong. give a fuck how you work as long as you're working. Some people don't even do that. Y me, me dejé mi midwork de ahí, yo solo en la bolsa, yo solo a correr la playa. No me decía, gota. no, my, my, I have my own, my own regiment. Go to the beach, two hours in the beach swimming. Mi sombra, corriendo, tres, seis mias al día. I mean, I have my own training. I, I did it myself, so I'm used to that. You know? yeah. luckily, but luckily, I had a little bit of his guidance. So I you know, big respect to him for helping me, keeping me hungry, keeping me entertained. He'll tell me, don't fucking take breaks. Keep working. Keep working. I'm like, all right. Le llamaba, sabes que? I think they will take a day off. What the fuck for? Coming to work. Four or five rounds into the round. Coach, can I take a round break? Fuck no. You're doing all 12. <laughs> Okay, yo nunca nada, siempre, yes coach, yes coach. Y ahí estoy, about to get the biggest fight of my life, training by myself, you know, hungry. This is my moment. Am I going to do it? I told myself, this motherfucker's not knocking me out. Okay. And we made magic happen in that yeah, ring Saturday. Yeah. This is, uh, this just happened basically. As you, we can yeah. see some of that on you still. You oh, know? Yeah. I can still smell the pennies, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh you know i was i was in atlanta you know this big screen there and i was like put the fucking fight on i was like figured it out we're seeing you fucking just walk in there you know there's a there's an energy in there a very different one very different one it's like uh the difference between having a dude swinging a baseball bat Versus a dude with a clear line of sight and a lance in his hand, you know, yeah. sharpened to a fucking point, you know, like uh, like uh, that movie Troy where fucking, you know, Achilles starts doing that little fucking skip run, you know, towards his enemy. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. yeah that, that's what I saw, you know. And again, war of attrition. Yes. First pinche punch, me cerra el ojo. I can't see. That, uh, that 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 you start seeing you know the passion of the Christ going on there <laughs> with that first round just first round dog and I'm like fuck right away they're gonna stop like my, my my hands are on the chair it's a fucking you know like I have hemorrhoids you know let me go dog and 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 you're talking you're fucking yeah. ta- you're you're oh, you're, wow. you're fucking talking what's just, my name you're fucking shit talking what's my fucking cause I can, no, no. I, can, I can see your lips moving I can try to, like, what the fuck is this guy talking about. Uh, some of the announcers are like, hey, they, they, the, the ref should say something about this fucker talking. Nah, fuck, like, no, fuck, no rule against it. Bah. Bah. Um, you get, you get, you get put down. Yeah. Round four. Land some really good punches. You know what I do? <laughs> I fucking start smiling. <laughs> I clap. I remember that. Uh, yeah. And okay. it's like, that has to be. Man, if you're a lumberjack and you cut down a tree and that fucking tree just like <laughs> the uh you could see the uh the psychological effect of seeing you just fucking 
Yeah, me despertó. I was like, all right, now. How the and fuck I, are you going to put this motherfucker down? And I rock him at the last 10 seconds. In that same round, lo marié. He stumbled. And that's when I was like, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. He <laughs> went round five. He me dice, me dice, uh, el doctor, I'm going to stop it. And I'm like, two more minutes, talk. Two, two, two more minutes. Two let more me finish. Let me lose the right way. Finish big. Let me finish. Let me finish. And he's all like, if he punches you one more time, I'm stopping the fight. And I'm like, he won't punch me again. And he fucking punched me, but he saw me swinging. You know, <laughs> you know the whole thing was, well, what's my name? Guess me, no, me, como me llamo, mi papá se llama David Diaz. Yo me llamo David Diaz. I'm named after my dad. Y, and yo, my homies, amigos, me pueden decir David, you know, porque el respeto está bien. Pero gente que no me conoce, you're going to call me David. David. Me hace yeah. decir David. Y BKFC, a los announcers, David, David. I told him, you're going to call me David because my name is Español. And this motherfucker said in an interview, you know, we were going to get down. And you saw that interview, we were going to get down in that interview. Pero le dice, you know, you're going to fight David Diaz. His name is not fucking David, it's David. Mm. Y le dice, guy, hey, that's his culture, it's his heritage. He's like, I don't give a fuck. I don't, you got to respect that. I don't got to respect shit. That little fire. That's where, where what's my name? Say my fucking name. ¿Cómo me llamo? ¿Cómo me llamo? Fifth round, I shut. Look right in his eyes. What's my fucking name? ¿Cómo me llamo? Covered in blood. Covered in Covered blood. Covered in blood as you were saying this shit. I, I completely Passion shut. Of the, Passion of the Christ and smiling throughout also. Which is Whole like, fight. What's my name? You, know, you knocked all these motherfuckers out and I only have two fights from a backyard. You can't finish me, homie. Either you're not that good or I'm that great. You got back up. You know? Got back, finished it. Swung to the end. The probably I mean I've I've seen a few fights this year. The crowd shouting Nessio, perro, 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 like no mames, que está pasando? What's going on? I got fans. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm I finally accepted that I'm a name here. I yeah. got a, I finally accepted it this time because this was my this was my confirmation that you do belong here, homie. Confirmation. Stop. I am my worst critic, but I'm also my best motivation. The the decision came in in his favor. That you, that I, yeah, there was no losing for me. There's no, there's, there's like there was this, no losing. this motherfucker. Yeah, I'm gonna have to drop him. Yeah, I'm gonna have to kill this guy probably to yeah. drop him. You know, yeah. there's no other fucking way. Yeah. Uh, it was a victory for him. No, what is he gonna brag about? He beat a guy with two fights, but he came, and it was he, me. He put you down and you came back up. He couldn't, you know, he's knocked out fighters with. Shit, little experience. And this was Saturday. Saturday. And now you're here in Tijuana Monday. talking Monday. to me. It's Monday. You're here. Aquí estamos. Aquí estamos. No me, no me, no me rajo. No te dobló. Vas a ir así, mi mamá. Vas a ir así con tojo a huevo, madre. No te dobló. No me va a pegar. Me va a hablar. No te dobló, which is like no. he didn't, he no, didn't fold you. Let me tell you this. Yo, él salió to the crowd. People were like, good fight. I came out. Pictures, pictures, autographs, pictures, people shouting my name. I mean, I clearly won. Yeah. I, it, and, then it, and it wasn't about on paper. I won respect. Uh, you won respect. And also the, uh, you know, uh, uh, fights. The one thing that people miss about fights is you want to be a fight. You know, it's, it goes back to a really primal thing we have. Back in the gladiator days, you know, the, the, the most fucking popular gladiator wasn't the fucker that finished the fight quickly. It was the fucker that made the fight entertaining. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I'm not part of the show. I am the fucking you show. You are the fucking show. My entrance when I should. And it's not, I'm not acting. That's me, you know, the way I dance at the beach. That's how I dance walking out. And people used to, before me, say, I'm burla, you know, what is this for doing? Ahora, can you teach me? 
Yeah. Fighters that would talk shit to me. Tengo mensajes como six different fighters that were calling me out, saying I don't belong. Hey, motherfucker, I'm a fan now. You got my respect. You belong here. Just that. That's a victory, dog. That that uh, that ability to get back up. Because I get it. I get it. People that have been going for this for their whole lives, you know, a bunch of fights and they're barely making it. They can't get the, the publicity. It's not my fault you're boring, homie. It's not my <laughs> fault people like me. It's not my fault people are entertained. It's not my fault that people could connect to me. Why? It's because I don't just share my good times. I share my sadness. And people could connect more with hard times than good times because good times aren't always there. No. But we're always going through hard times. And sometimes you need to know that that fool... He's going through what I'm going through. And look at him. Se puso las pilas. And right there, that's how I connect. I don't have followers. I have supporters. Yeah. Yo no tengo seguidores. Yo tengo apoyadores. Yo tengo comunidad. My followers are supporters. They're community. They're my family. They're my people. They message me with their depression. I try to answer to all of them. I'm connected I, I, with my fans. You, you, we didn't know each other, and I sent you a message. You know, I posted. I posted one. Of you. We didn't know. We didn't know each other at all. Yeah, nah. Gracias, I, Carmen, dude, dude, I saw. I saw you, and I was like, "This motherfucker is making me feel like a fucking weak piece of shit." Which <laughs> is, which is, like, that's something we need sometimes. Uh, seeing somebody rise and just getting over your own bullshit. Yeah. You know, we come up with a lot of excuses to ourselves, and then you wouldn't. You know, and I remember you made me witness, you know, like, hey, pendejo, ¿qué estás haciendo tú? Ponte las pilas. Ponte las pilas. Ese yeah. es el efecto que me dijeron que dio mucho. I didn't, yeah. I didn't know that I, you know, I told you I, I didn't die for a reason. I think this was my reason to be yeah. alive, to help people, yeah. to motivate, for, to be a champion one day, to just. For, for me, you made me get off my ass again and get back into my own training. Uh I remember getting a little aired out by carrying my eight-year-old up some stairs, you know? Yeah. And, uh, you know, I travel constantly. I do a bunch of ninja trainings with a bunch of people and stuff like that. And I kind of, you know, you start losing yourself and forgetting about yourself and forgetting about the fact that this ghost that lives inside of this bone machine and you got to take care of this fucking machine. Yeah. I remember seeing you, you know, go through your process and that, you know, video going from where you were to where you are. And just seeing that energy in you, screaming, you know, yelling. It's like, shit, I need to scream like that again. You know? Yeah, it feels good. <laughs> you know, everybody yeah. said, man, the the evolve, the evolution that you made from your first fight to now, you went at it with this. You bought, you're a fighter now. You know? You're a boxer. You're not a street fighter no more, dog. And it's just that uh, that is a that is a sharpened weapon that I saw being utilized in that fight uh, on Saturday. Yeah. Um, Uh, I, I feel like and people watching this are going to go back and see some of those fights um, and they're going to wait for the next ones. Oh, yeah. Know? Because I know you are, this is just a start probably. It's just the beginning. This, 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 it's just the beginning. The, um, you know, this is, you are dedicating a lot of your body to this. Yeah. You know? And uh, something I know a little bit about, I'm, uh, I just hit 40. And I treated my body like it was made of adamantium, like a fucking Wolverine. I'm not, you know. Mm. And like with all with all fighters, we come to a moment where we, you know, those that can't do teach. Yeah. You know, um, you are in a lot of ways teaching a lot, taking a lot of motherfuckers to school just by your your example. Yes. Yes. Uh, can you? What do you see? What do you see yourself doing after? You know. After you rip your last face open, basically. Uh, you know, 
I always I used to watch documentaries and being smart about shit, you know. And for me, it was a, uh, I want to do my product. You know, I want to brand myself. I already made that first step, you know. I am marketable. They they told me this from the beginning, and I didn't understand it. And now, I understand it. I yeah. am marketable. I want to open my gyms. I want to help, you know, struggling hood kids, hood little homies. Instead of tagging the walls, come work out with me three hours. Yeah. You know, get your ass kicked in the spire. Make champions out of South Central. Like, I want positive role models out of there. We don't have them, dog. We, we we are in a moment where a lot of the youth and I, you know, in my own way, we I, I get people reaching out and seeing some of the shit that I do. Uh, mentor figures and people that we can follow, you know. And also, not just that, but motherfuckers that we, that motherfuckers, you know, a saint, you know, a saint, yeah. a saint, a saint has to be, you know, a sinner first, you know. To see that process of somebody going through that, being destroyed, rebuilt, destroyed again, yeah. rebuilt, and also being open and honest about it, not hiding any of that shit. I let it all out. People know, and the people, people used to tell me, don't share that. I'm like, no. Like, I had a manager for a while, and it was like, don't share that you're sad. I was like, nah, you're not going to change me, man. This is why I connect with people. Cuando estoy triste, la gente va a saber. Because I could connect with people, and I know I'm not alone. That uh, that that ability with that to share that brutal, uh, painful process yeah. with people is something that's greatly needed. And again, something that I really looked at uh, when I saw your story and your process. Yeah, uh, if you can, uh, I, man, the the life experience that you get and you've gotten, like, where are you gonna get that? Probably not, like, nobody can go through that like you. You've gone through it, so the. I'm excited to see what comes next for you, man. Yeah, you know, like I said, I'm going to open up gyms. When I, every time I win a fight, I give back to the community. Sayulita was here with, with Hurricane Russell, and I was there. My healer, her house on deal, she lost everything, and I was in hell week fight camp cutting weight. And after training, I'd go over and I'd shovel mud, mud out of her house. And then one day, you know, sin que me dijera nadie, and I, got, I was like, I had 50 bucks in my pocket, me llega un sponsor. Y con ese dinero fui a comprar seis bolsas de pan. I made like 50 sandwiches with my friend. Y fui a repartirlos ahí, whatever I could do to help, you know. Y esta vez dije, you know, I can't. I, I usually do it in the hood. Doy regalo tacos en South Central or regalo camisas, patinetas from Morning Skate Shop that sponsored that. Pero this time I think um, I think they need it more right now. So I want to go back and I want to give back coloring books, libretas, mochilas, lo que pueda ayudar. Any, any, anything small helps, you know. $1,000 yeah. over there takes me really far. I don't make a lot of money from these fights. It's just passion, baby. Yeah, but, uh, you know, the... I think the way we support ourselves is, and uh, the way that we actually are successful, isn't yeah. about money. It's about yeah. you know, it's about what you do, what you, you know, your experience. Yes, yeah, my passion is my legacy. I'm living. I know I'm a future Hall of Famer in bare knuckle because there's no one like me. You know when you you know people know now. When I go in there, every time I go in there, everyone's tuning in. Yeah, you're definitely on your way. That's why everybody wants to fight me right now. All the names are calling me out. Man, that's they a, want a part of the show. They want to be part of the Nestle show. They're uh, they're coming. They're coming. Now line them up. <laughs> line them up. Take a ticket. Sit down. Your name will be called soon. Uh, Nestle, it was a pleasure having you on. It was uh, a pleasure being here, Karna. Big inspiration, and uh, I can't wait to see what comes next. It's all, it's all uphill from here, Papa. <laughs> there may be some bumps, you know, but the road ups never like this. It's always like this. But one thing we're never gonna do is do this again. We know better now. And it's a pleasure being here, Karen. It's a pleasure being with you here. It was actually really comfortable talking to you. This is I feel like familia, you know, comfortable talking to you like this, Karen.
Aquí estamos, cabrón. So, muchas gracias a ti, a um, tu gente que me está apoyando también, because I have a lot of your people now supporting me. So, from the bottom of my heart, thank you to all of you guys. Without you guys, sin tu público, sin el mío, sin la gente, yo no soy nada. I'm nothing without you guys. Uh, you team, guys made me. Team Nacio. A huevo. Let's go, perro. Thank you.